0: This conference will now be recorded. Hey guys, good afternoon. Welcome to our GAR Capital podcast. This is Carlos Garcia, founder and CEO of GAR Capital. Welcome aboard again. It is Sunday, excuse me, September 9th, 2018. Rolling along for the year, rolling along. This podcast is going to be based on markets, markets, stock markets, and trading. So uh, last one was personal finance. We're gonna go ahead and move on and go to some markets. So on the GAR Capital um, Instagram page, I went ahead and asked you guys on our sticker, on, on the actual um, stories, we asked you to answer, ask some questions and we're gonna go ahead and answer them here on the podcast, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, first one here uh, says, tomorrow will be most likely a bad day for the S&P because of Friday's tariff news, right? Well, not as simple as that, we don't know. Um, Futures will open in about three hours. It's three o'clock here Eastern Standard Time. So we won't be able to get that information. Uh, Sometimes we'll get a gap down or a gap up depending on how we open. But I can tell you this, that the market has been very resilient, Uh, meaning that throughout headlines with North Korea, with Syria, with uh, Mueller's investigation, with Donald Trump's cabinet and and officials leaving leaks, everything you could think of, the market has still gone up. Uh, we could take a look here at E-mini futures, just just the election. Like you can see here. Uh, we could bring up a uh, a month chart here, and since the election, twenty sixteen, uh, we've gone from about oh eighteen hundred to twenty eight hundred. So we've added about a thousand points on the S and P index. So uh, very good stuff. So again, you shouldn't worry about if it falls short term. If the market, as you can see on a monthly chart, has been chugging along as it goes. So again. Uh, I'm still bullish in this market. Again, our our target has been 3,000 on the uh, S&P, 30,000 on the Dow, and about 9,000 on on the NASDAQ. And we've been pretty much on the money, hitting on it. We're waiting on it. But I think 3,000 is closer than you think, guys. Good question. Next one is the view on DXY. What is your view on DXY? If anyone wants to know what a DXY is, it is the dollar index. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring up a daily chart here for everyone that's watching on YouTube and our YouTube channel uh, at GAR Capital you can see that we did break above 95. 95 was the handle uh, after the V-shape recovery here uh, back in the lows of February, April, and March. Uh, 95 is the number right now we're nearing support, uh, 93, 95. 33 at the current levels. Um, again, with the dollar, it does bring down commodities. But again, there's something that, uh, if you listen to CNBC, there's one trader named Brian Kelly, he's a very intelligent man. He said that the Dixie, which is the dollar, is the new VIX, I mean, the volatility index. That when the dollar does soar up, stocks tend to take a hit, uh, which is for the most case true because if the dollar gets stronger, multinational companies who get paid in local currency. Their currency is worth less. So, again, it does affect their bottom lines. So, again, if you're a multinational company, you want a weaker dollar because it will help sales. Um, Looking here again, I I see on a daily we're still basing here uh, for the most part between 95.69 and around 94.45. I want to go ahead and put an alert here at 95 as support, maybe buy the bounce there. But again, any kind of headline risk, the dollar does take a little bit of a sell-off depending on what it's going against in Forex. Dollar yen, of course, like we talked about in the ebook, the yen is a risk-off currency. So again, when someone wants to take risk off, that's what they're going to go ahead and buy. Uh, So the franc and the yen. So anytime there's a big kind of headline risk in regards to multinational or overseas news, uh, anything like that that's going to go ahead move markets dollar Yen is gonna find is gonna fall so again ninety five dollars is the actual level i'm looking at we're thirty three cents above it currently uh, i want to see a breakout above here ninety five seventy to get a current uh, maybe to the upside to buy some more dollars so ninety five seventy would be my call to the upside ninety five on support currently on the daily chart if we do to take a little more short term you could see here ninety five seventy again still the resistance level ninety five is the uh support you can actually probably put it at 94.90 but 95.70 is the number i'm looking at i'm still bullish on the dollar i think we break 95.70 so again i'm expecting that to go up which again affects commodities like oil gold silver and etc. cetera good question uh next question thoughts on nsa nsa i don't know that stock is so national storage affiliates i'm assuming okay let's go look at a daily chart here uh daily chart again we had a nice little breakout in july Uh, Last earnings report, they went ahead and if I can get that earnings report here, 33 cents actual. I didn't have an estimate here, but again, a slight gap down on earnings and a nice little bump up to 29.936 and then continues to fall. Uh, We are breaking support currently. 2741 would be the level that I'm looking at, which is only 3 cents off. If we break down below that, I'm going to go ahead and target 26 if you're trading it on a daily chart. Um, but again, that's what we're looking at now. Against 26 would be very ugly because that 23 will be their next support level. So again, uh, it is pretty bearish for the daily chart. On the hourly chart, it's even more bearish because we're on the high of 29 down to 27.44. So again, if we do break 27 on a daily chart, I'm gonna go ahead and target 23 to the downside. Um, again, that's just for trading here. So again, this is a market trading podcast, This this episode, so we're not talking about investing here. Next question. Thoughts on Micron's latest struggles and price target. We have talked about Micron before and Micron, again, uh, I am very bullish on Micron. Again, that's MU. I love their their price earnings ratio, which is actually the cheapest among the S&P 500 companies, meaning the price you're, you're paying for every dollar earned by the company. It's around 497 Very cheap. I still like the stock for the upside. Again, you're seeing we your break breaking support. Support was right at 44 It bounced in there in the candle, the daily. But again, I want to go ahead and target, if we can break 55, I'm going to ahead and buy dips, but here's the question with Micron. Micron and semiconductors have been absolutely on fire, period, they've just been on fire with this market. That's Nvidia. that's AMD, that's Micron. So again, to me, if there is going to be a slowdown with any kind of stocks, semiconductors are going to be first. I still like Micron long-term. I have a price target set up. I believe we set that up here. Let me go ahead and get you that price target, guys uh micron micron i had the price target here i believe we had a price target of 80 on micron i believe price target on 80 so for the most part we're still waiting on it uh but again 40 46 a big downturn for the last week but we had amd went up so again it's not a sector-wide issue but again if the semi if there's a market downturn semis are going to be the first ones to take a hit which is your nvidia's the smh was the uh semiconductor etf uh, AMD and Micron. I still like Micron to the upside because it's so cheap. They they are making profit. Uh, they their last earnings report, uh, earnings estimate 319, 315. There was a slight miss, but again, solid across the board. That even had uh, good guidance as well. So again, you're talking about a daily chart. Um, daily chart on a year. This is a one year chart from the low of thirty two eighty one. We're still up for the year forty four eighty six on a rolling fifty two weeks. So again, I still am very bullish on the stock. Um, I own the stock and I'm going to keep holding it. So I'm just going to go ahead and add some dips here. If we break below 42, then I would go ahead and buy some more personally. But uh, yeah, I just want to own my car. I really don't want to trade it. Okay, so next question. If I could find it, we had so many. So I'm looking on the Instagram page. Make sure you are following us, G A R Capital. Let's take a look here. Next one. Da-da-da-da. Okay, Micron. Another one says, just want to say I love your account, guys. Oh, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, Next here, what stocks do you believe long-term buy plus years? We talked about that the top 10 stocks. Take a look at our Instagram page. It's under highlights, top 10 stocks. So take a look at that. I'll get you that information. If you want me to remind you what they are, I'll be more than happy to. Very simply, top 10 stocks of 2018. If I can go ahead and just bring up my notes. Top 10 stocks of 2018. Boeing, Caterpillar, Square, HD, which is Home Depot, Amazon, PayPal, uh, United Health, Adobe, uh, Red Hat, and Microsoft. And then we sold Walmart ahead of the earnings and we bought Home Depot. Uh, those are the ones we like long-term. So that's where we are right now on those. So next question, thoughts on Baba and Facebook. Baba is gonna be very interesting because now Jack Ma has retired as CEO. But he is the founder, so he is the largest shareholder, I believe. But BABA did break down below support at 168.03. Uh, It is getting ugly, and it looks like Facebook is with it. But Facebook and BABA had two different problems. BABA has one issue, and that is tariffs with China. Uh, Facebook just has issues with privacy. So, again, two different things going on here. But, again, a breakdown here. We did bounce off 160. We are now 162. I would want to go in, if you want to get back into uh, BABA, I would buy above 171. 171 would be my number. Uh, the support level was 168.06. Uh, don't try to catch a falling knife here. Again, uh, if you would break down a little more, maybe 150, but I would want this to blow over a little bit. Hold off on BABA. I'll be on a hold level, not sell. Just hold, not buy. So, again, um, I think there were, are going to gap down on Monday with BABA due to the fact that Jack Ma is retiring. Uh, FB, Facebook, the target I have is 150. If we hit $150 a share, I'm buying it. I am buying here. But right now, I will just hold the stock. Uh, we are at high as 218. I'm not doing anything else with it. Just hold on to it for, the, for right now. Uh, there's no reason to buy in. 150 is my target. If we can get into 150, I'm completely in. 150 would be a great way to get started here and uh, see exactly where we are. Uh, again, it's an ugly chart, definitely on a daily, very ugly. But for the most part, uh, again, these things are all buying opportunities for the most part. But again, set yourself up with risk management, 150 would be my number We're $13 away. If we continue the downside, then 150 would be the play. But other than that, I wouldn't be touching it at the moment. Okay, so how many interest rate increases do you project through the end of 2018? Uh, For sure, we're gonna get a, a, a interest rate hike, 25 to 50 basis points in September. That's already, I believe, priced in. The only other one waiting on is December. Wages are up guys. Wages are up. Uh, we just saw the non pay report. Retail sales are going to be coming in on Friday. So heads up for that at 8.30 on Friday this week. So again, if we get a beat on retail sales, just like we did last month, I think we are going to get a December rate hike for another 25 basis points. So that's more likely to happen. I don't think we're going to get 50, but 25 basis points for both. Uh, next question. Would you recommend paper trading as a way to learn before I have 30k put in the market? When you say 30K in the market, my assumption is that you're going to be trading it, so yes, paper trading. If you're just doing 30K to buy in the S&P 500 funds, we would recommend it as personal finance. No, you don't need paper trading for that. Just buy the S&P. Uh, what do you think about a 62.5 calls? Okay. Let's take a look at BMI, Bristol-Myers Squib. We'll take a look at the charts here. I'm looking at an hourly chart. Uh, pretty much basing here. Uh, nice kind of a bull run here for 58 to 61. I uh, would like to see if we could break above 61.41, I'll put an alert if anything. Uh, BMY, I'm gonna take a look at some of this week's 62 and a half. And there absolutely is no volume, so I would not recommend it. Thoughts on Nike September 28 calls. Okay, let's take a look here. Uh, M-K-E, Nike. Uh, we did buy the dip on Nike, but it did not work out for us in regards to the call. We got as high as 24%, but did not close. Uh, Looking at Nike's September 28 calls, uh, a little far ahead, but I'm assuming that you're looking at for earnings. Uh, At 83, there's not enough volume here to play. it. I would not play it. Let's take a look at the chart anyways. I don't like trading options that far out. I want to see a break above 81.24, and and so we can get back to the upside here. But again, nice big drop, recovery, recovery, recovery from the big drop to 78.75. And then we're back to $80.40, which has been just the average price for Nike since the big uh, jump up on Monday. But for the most part, again, we're just watching here. Eighty-one twenty-five will be the level. I want to see a break to the upside. Uh, I own AMN. I've taken some losses and I bought. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts? G- love G- Air Capital. Okay, great. Thanks for the question. Applied materials, just like anything else. Tech has been taking a little bit of a hit the last couple of days. Uh, September was an extraordinary month. Obviously, uh, August was an extraordinary month for the NASDAQ. September tends to be very slow. So this is your opportunity looking at a daily chart on Amen. I still like the, the stock longer term, but again, it's been taking a hit since 6240 in March. So again, you're at 39.85 big time support, actually broke support. Uh, I can see that you're feeling the heat here. But again, if you bought back in 2015, it was at $12 a share. So again, I still like it to the long term. Uh, for now, I would not buy anymore. Yet, I wanna see if we can go ahead and get back to above 45, which is the support level, the second support level uh, on the daily chart. So I would go ahead and put an alert there at 45 for you. But right now, 39.85, again, I wouldn't wanna buy here. I would just wanna see if we can go ahead and bottom out a little more. Um, Again, after 39, who knows how far we can go down, maybe 30, be very careful on it. Again, I would still hold if it's a long-term trade hold, but I always say this, if you're asking, close out your position because you're obviously stressing over it. You shouldn't be stressing over your investments at all. If it's a trade, I understand, just close it out. But if you're stressing over investment, life is way too short, guys, just close it out. Take your profits, if you have any, or take the L, move on, sleep better at night. Trust me on this one. Next question, is it realistic goal to double my account in a year? Absolutely, very realistic. If you're day trading options or day trading stocks, if you have a consistent plan, if you have a consistent set of disciplines, if you do your research, do your homework, do the stuff you need to do, and you treat it like a business, you will get paid like it's a business. If you treat it like a hobby, you will get get paid off like a hobby, which is zero. Hobbies are not meant to pay you anything. So think of it that way. How much work are you gonna put in? How much research are you gonna put in? How many hours are you gonna put in? If you're just gonna do this part-time, you're gonna get paid part-time money. Again, I wanna know how hard you wanna work and how bad you wanna double your money or how bad you wanna make some profits. That's some question you need to ask yourself. Okay, so USD, Turkish Lira, I don't trade that one, but I'll take a look at a chart with you. Turkish Lira has absolutely been uh, taking a rip, meaning to the upside. Again, U.S. dollar against Turkish Lira means that if the dollar gains, Turkish Lira is getting weaker. We got as high as $7.12 on the daily. Uh, it's just absolutely parabolic with all the issues over there, 69.37. Again, these, these kind of moves don't sustain themselves for long term. But in an hourly chart, I mean, I could say that $6.29 would be a support level. Breakdown below that, I would short. If we can get back above 680, then we could probably get back to 7. I don't trade uh, the Turkish 0 as much. Just going based on the charts and economic reports. Be very careful here. Go half position because any headline will will stop you out. Be very careful. Will Alibaba break support tomorrow with the departure of Jack Jackman? That's something we just discussed earlier. Um, It could break down support. Again, I would not buy here. I would just hold. So, again, be very, very careful. I'm going to go ahead and look at Baba one more time with you on a daily chart looks pretty bad obviously but again the chinese tariff things it's just been a perfect storm of what's going on uh 162.37 go ahead if it breaks above 168.03 maybe i'd buy some more here on a steep discount from 211. so again i want to go ahead and confirm a back move to the upside would it hurt i think that we're going to get a, get a gap, gap down for the most part keep an eye on pre-market movements on alibaba i want to keep in mind the volume movements if we get a volume spike i'm probably going to go ahead and buy some puts there uh for the week so again um any kind of change in in, in uh, companies is usually pretty bad so just a heads up there all right man thank you guys for your questions this has been the market related questions day trading questions not investing day trading uh, uh questions in regards to our podcast we really do appreciate it just to give you a heads up uh we do have our options trading course going to be on uh, Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y, take a look at our Instagram page, uh, on information on it, uh, use the code INSTAGRAM1, all caps, Instagram, the number one, for $49.99 off the course. It's lifetime access to the course, videos, take a look at it if you wanna learn how to trade options with me uh, directly on your computer, tablet, or your phone. Uh, also, we also have our uh, signal service as always, Basic, Forex, and Premium options. Take a look at that jrcapitalfx.com. We would love to have you on board. And with that being said, the Udemy course should be available in about forty-eight hours. If you are interested in a preview of it, take a look at our YouTube channel. Chapter twelve, I believe, is on it. Chapter eleven, mobile trading is on it. Take a look if you like it. Subscribe to our YouTube uh, page as well, gar Capital, on YouTube. All right, guys. Uh, we appreciate your time as always. This podcast was always fun. We're gonna do a podcast every week. Uh, we'll have a webinar this week, this week as well. I'll go ahead and give you details on that. We're taking a look at exactly what we're going to talk about this week. Appreciate your time as always. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll catch you for the markets tomorrow morning. Uh, my name is Carlos Garcia again, founder and CEO of GAR Capital. You have been listening to the official GAR Capital podcast with me, and we'll catch you guys later.